You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Friday. I'm excited to kick off a new series at Eastside this weekend called Balancing Life's Demands. And I'm going to share from a very personal place, a very personal message this weekend of how I've kind of learned these lessons the hard way. Uh, these past few days, we've been looking at a story from John 3 when Nicodemus, an affluent academic religious man, has this gnawing sense that something was missing. So late one night, he finds Jesus, and Jesus gives him the words of life that change his eternity. Now, it's interesting that only John's gospel mentions Nicodemus, and he does it three different times. Uh, the second mention of Nicodemus is in John chapter 7. About a year has passed since Nicodemus left this late night conversation with Jesus. And by this time, the debates concerning the identity of Jesus were really heating up. Most of the members of the Sanhedrin, of which Nicodemus was a part, had had enough of Jesus' teachings, his miracles, his popularity, his pointed comments toward them. So they sent guards to arrest Jesus. And when the guards came back empty-handed, the members of the Sanhedrin were ticked and they asked, why didn't you arrest him? And I love the way the soldiers respond. John 7, 46, they say, because we've just never heard anyone speak like this. That's how the guards responded. In other words, if you want him, you can go get him yourself. We think this guy, Jesus, like he's the real deal. And the Pharisees climb all over these guys saying that they had been deceived like every other dim-witted loser in Judea. But one of their own knew better, and he stands up. John chapter 7, verse 50. It says, Then Nicodemus, the leader who had met with Jesus earlier, spoke up. Is it legal to convict a man before he's given a hearing? He's saying, hang on, you guys. You're going to jump to conclusions and condemn someone without really taking the time to examine the evidence? And I want you to notice his initial doubts that we talked about earlier this week have now turned into a defense. You know, going at night the first time has turned into a public association by day. Private conversation has now turned into public debate. Nicodemus has gone from doubter to defender, and eventually he goes to fully devoted. You see, there's a third time John mentions him. It's in John chapter 19, where we find Nicodemus preparing the dead body of Jesus for burial. And that was just an expression of love and gratitude and deep devotion. Nicodemus, this wingtip-wearing intellectual, had moved from doubt in John 3 to defense of Jesus in John 7 and now to devotion to him in John 19. And I just wonder as he stood at the cross looking at the lifeless body of Jesus, if he heard those words in his head from that late-night encounter that the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. And Nicodemus pried the nails from Jesus' hands and feet. I wonder if he wasn't thinking. The swirling thought in his mind was, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. As Nicodemus began to wash Jesus' blood-drenched body with water, I wonder, wonder if he could hear those first words Jesus ever said to him. I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he's born of the water and the spirit. And as he wrapped the body with spices and linden, I wonder if he thought back to those questions that Jesus asked that went below the surface. 
the issue isn't where you are, Nicodemus. The issue is where you're going. It seems that Nicodemus settled that issue in his life and he allowed Jesus to write a better story. The question is, I want to ask you, have you, where are you in this? What next step do you need to take? What questions do you need to ask? Or maybe you've settled most of the questions, but you've never invited Jesus into your life to forgive your sin, to give you a new birth and give you eternal life. You have to give him the pen to write a better script. Jesus, thank you for inviting us to follow you. Thank you for giving your life for us on a cross. Thank you for the path in Nicodemus' own journey when he went from a doubter to a defender to one who was there preparing Jesus' body or body for burial, fully devoted. God, for anyone today who's never said yes to Jesus, I pray that they would put their faith in him, turn toward you, repent of their sins, go public with their faith in baptism. Thank you for changing our lives, for helping us to be born again. And we ask our prayers today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hope you have a great weekend. See you on an Eastside campus.